Another episode, Straight Blunt Podcast. Hold it down for my co-host Nino. Where you at, Nino? Probably somewhere with her smoke sessions, whatever. Now, matter of fact, hope your mom's feeling good, and uh, I praise out for you and your family. For, you know, mom getting better, mom. But I have a special guest right here to my right, and uh, just going to be like one of those uh, straight blunt, straight blunt, straight fat, straightforward episodes. Uh, my guest here is Ernest. AKA bow fish, whatever they have on that, you know, from the news they call them Wallace. What are we gonna call you today? Call Sorry. me Bo. Let's call, call me Bo. Thank you for showing up, man. Thank, appreciate no you pulling up. Oh, Welcome home. You know yes, you've been yes. good. You went through a lot of things for these past couple seven years. Yes, sir. Let me break it down to the people exactly um, who you are. You are one of the closest friends, the former football player. And may he rest in peace, yes, uh, uh, Aaron Hernandez. Yes, sir. Who was charged with uh, homicide against uh, uh, another player, but wasn't in the NFL, mm-hmm. Odin Lloyd. And um, this case happened in 2012? 13. 13. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> you were charged with accessory. Uh, accessory after the facts. After the, the facts, right? And you're actually have uh going for appeal yeah i'm appealing it right. well um at first i was charged with assessing after the fact and then a year later they indicted me on joint venture murder which was i got acquitted, acquitted on that acquitted. I, I took that to trial and got acquitted, acquitted on, that, on that but i lost to the accessory after the fact right and and you're feeling very positive on the appeal yes I, yes i am feeling okay very so people that don't know aaron hernandez is one of those stories that um he had one of those Incredible stories in the NFL, you know, played football, high school football yeah, in Connecticut, yeah. went to Florida State, could have played for Connecticut, University of Connecticut, right? Um, after that, he played, uh, got drafted by the New England Patriots, yeah. right? And incredible player. Yes, he was. Right? Um, and to you, I'm sure he was like a incredible friend that was going through a lot of things, that issues that you didn't see, maybe, because this is what they're saying, so, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I know that you uh, you spoke to me, you called me up and wanted to do an interview, yeah. but this is not for straight blunt that we're doing. Mm-hmm. So you want to come up here and let us let the people know that we have something in the works? Yes, I'm working right. on an interview just to tell my side of the story, because mm-hmm. I feel like there's been a lot of negative publicity on me. So I just wanted to clear myself from certain situations that they try to involve me in. Did you know that um, you were actually going to do this when you were um, incarcerated? No, not really, because I wasn't really thinking about it. My whole thing was just getting home. I just wanted my freedom. I wanted to be back with my family, my kids, you know. That wasn't on my mind. But just coming out now and seeing documentaries and hearing stories, it it just hurts me. Right. It hurts me a lot. And now does the accusation oh. against you hurt or is it both? Like accusations against yeah, Aaron? Accusations against me and Aaron. And Aaron. Yes. Right. Because um, 
But people are going to want to know. They're going to want to know a whole lot of things, right? They want to know a whole lot since you were there. Yeah. Right? You were there, but not there. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And we're going to get into that in the interview. And you also, like, you have to deal with your family. You have to deal with, you know, family. I'm sure even with the, the victim, they had to deal with their, yeah, of course. their situation. Of course. But you had your family, because everybody's looking at the football play. He had millions, he had everything, like, mm -hmm. you know? But you had your own life that life I had to live, live with. And I had to deal with after this situation happened, which was a, was a crazy ride. But right. luckily, by the grace of God, man, I'm out to tell my side of the story. Are you going to, um, when we do do this interview, are you planning to let the, know, the world know exactly or you're from your side of the story? My side of my story, my perspective of a story as far as what I've seen. Right. And what I know. Right. And what you didn't see and what and you what don't I didn't know. know. And what I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So <laughs> when are we doing this now, right? We're going to do this soon. We're yep. dropping, we just uh, dropped the, dropping the trailer. Yeah. We're going to be in depth with this interview. Yeah, I know, I know. You're going to get a lot of phone calls. Mm -hmm. You're going to get a lot of phone calls from lawyers. Yeah. Have you spoken to uh, his girlfriend, his fiance? No, not yet, but as long as they know that I got mad respect for Cheyenne and I'll never say anything to hurt her or her daughter, Aaron's daughter. Uh, at the end of the day, I got love for them. What do you have to say about, because a uh, 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 documentary came out last week. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. It was uh, inside the, the mind, the killer of Aaron Hernandez. Yeah. What did you, did you see it? Was it uh, I, I a three-part episode, yeah, three episodes? I didn't watch all of it. I watched some of it, and uh, I couldn't watch it. I didn't want to watch it. And you saw the accusations yeah, of I him being a homosexual, and being that, gay. Yep, all that. And how did, how did that make you feel, though? Like, when you saw it, when you, once you saw it, once you saw the documentary? Yeah. A lot was going through my mind. Right. A lot was going through my mind. Right. A lot. That's all I can say right now. There's a lot going through my mind. And when you see if you're with your family, you're home now, and then you see you see your face, mm -hmm. see your picture, you see this documentary coming out. How do you deal with you, you know, with your family? Like everything rewinded of everything that I went through during this whole situation and, and it's just sad. Right. It's sad. It's a it's a sad for me to watch it was a very sad situation. That's why I couldn't watch it all. Right. Yeah. Now, and then this week, two more documentaries come yeah. out. And one came on the <clears throat> ID channel. Yep. And the other one was on the real channel. Yep. Did you see the one <laughs> with the real, I think it was the real channel. They yeah, actually real. went inside the house and they did the investigation going up yeah, into the ceiling. Yeah, all that. Like, like, crazy, crazy. It was crazy. Not unreal. And then... It was a lot of things. People have questions because oh, cool. even I have people that actually tweeted that went to whose high school did he go to? Um, um, Central High School Central, in Bristol, Connecticut. Bristol, Connecticut. Yeah. That that wasn't actually the quarterback, you know. And they saying these things that the quarterback saying that he had a sexual, a sexual relationship, relationship with which I I don't even know that kid, so I don't know. I can't I can't answer those questions because I don't even know that kid. All of this is brand new to me. All right, so let's just be, let this be known to the people because I know um, behind the scenes you actually told me this, you actually told me um, that you knew the family. Yes, I knew Aaron's family very you, well. You knew the family. Yep. So, yep. And, and and you grew up with his his dad. You know, well, now I knew, grew, his, now, I knew his dad. Grew, but I knew his dad. I knew his aunt Ruthie Velderama, which I rented from in the early '90s. 
So I got to know the family more, Tanya. So that's Tanya's mom. That's Tanya's um, Yes, Ruthie is Tanya's mom, and Dennis Ruth. is Tanya's uncle. And Dennis and Ruthie are brothers but and sisters. sisters. Okay, which cool. Is, that's Aaron's auntie. Right. And you were, you knew Cheyenne's uh Yep, and I knew Cheyenne. I knew Cheyenne's um, grandmother. I knew Cheyenne's father, and I knew Cheyenne's mother when they was younger, too. When they were younger. Yes. So you saw them when they yeah, were when they was younger, younger. Yes, yes. And then you saw them grow to the grew up, up yep, and to become adults. together. Yep. And then you were, um, you, how was your relationship with Tanya? Tanya's the one that me passed Tanya, away that yeah, had. Tanya got rest of dead, yeah. yeah how did you feel about that? That hurt of me because she was sick with cancer. And before they locked her up, she just finished chemo. So after chemo, you're supposed to take follow-up medications. Right. And the prosecutor got her incarcerated. And while she was incarcerated, they was trying to give her follow-up medication and they wouldn't give it to her. Wouldn't give wow. it to her. So by the time she didn't make the money to bail out, when she got home, she found out that the cancer came back and it spread it so bad that it was... Just took over her body. It took over her body. Yeah. Was she ever charged with a... They, caught, they charged her with contempt of court because she refused to go to the grand jury. Or she pleaded, she used her Fifth Amendment, which okay. is I got the right to remain Red silent. Silence, right. So they locked her up for that. Wow. Yeah. So she did the time and came home. That's when she passed away and while you guys, got, you and Aaron... Was fight, still fighting the case, case inside yeah. there. Yep. And you were actually Well, actually, he, he already had went to court for one of the cases, and he was preparing for another trial. And while he was preparing for the second trial, that's when Tanya passed away. Wow. So this was close to you and Tanya were close? Yeah, very close. She was married to one of my best friends, T.L. Singleton. Right. And we was like a brother and sister family. Right. Yeah. So then you took over um, with... Uh, uh, not raising Aaron, but yeah. actually just like being a mentor because you're older I'm, than I'm. Yeah, I'm older than him. So Tanya was more of a mentor to him than anybody okay. else. You know what I'm saying? She was more that they're cousins, but he she was more like a, a auntie figure to him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So when he came around, you know what I'm saying? That's all we wanted to make sure that he was all right. Tony was telling him to stay focused. That we was always proud of him and just be careful out there. It's a whole new ball game. Just be careful out there. Right. right. And that's that's. That's the information that we used to get, give to him every time he came back home. You know what I'm saying? Right, let's right. be careful who you're hanging out with. Be safe out there, and let's keep your nose clean. Right. Yeah. He um he he moved back up here uh, when he would when he got drafted. Yeah, um, when he got drafted to the New England Patriots, he moved back to um New England, which he moved to um Massachusetts. Did you uh actually go to a lot of games? So you were running with Aaron and doing. Yeah. What exactly did you do for Aaron? Well, at the time when I was with him before our case happened, I was basically his personal assistant. Right. You know, he had got injured from the last playoff that he played with the um the Baltimore Ravens. Actually that year Baltimore Ravens won the Super Bowl. He got injured during that game. Right. So while he was in California, he had came down to Miami for the weekend and he told me, he came and got me from my crib. He was like, Yo, Unc, I'm gonna need you. I was like, What's up? He's like, Yo, I'm about to do surgery in LA. And I mean, I'm not going to be able to move my arms. I'm, my arms is going to be in a sling. So, you know what I'm saying? You want to come and be my assistant and drive me around, take me to my meetings, take me to therapy. You know what I'm saying? I'll right. go to the supermarket, get fruits and spinach and stuff like that to blend up with smoothie. Somebody told me that he used to forget his playbook and then you have to run to that. that to yeah, that. that happened before. That yeah. definitely did happen before. One time he came up to... Um, New York to do an interview and stuff like that, and he left the playbooks, and I had to come back and get it. It was yeah. stuff like that you were doing, yeah, for him. Yeah, so you yeah. was actually there for him doing. Because yeah. like the, you know how the media has it, the media has it that 
you were this goon. I like a bad influence. I hired a goon. Never that. Never that. Never that. Never that. So you're actually working for Aaron and doing that stuff. Yeah, And the funny thing about it is that before, when he asked me to do it, I used to ask him. I named certain of his friends' name that he knew in high school. I'm like, why you ain't ask Blase Blah to do it? Why you don't ask Blase? He's like, nah, I want you around me, um, you know what I'm right. saying? Knowing that he could trust you because yeah. of the relationship you have. Had from, exactly. So, wow. I mean, who's going to turn down the opportunity when a $40, $50 million person come and ask you for a job to be his personal assistant? Right, right. I ain't turned it down. Right. You know what I'm saying? And things were going good with right. you guys. And so once he stayed, he did this deal. Yeah. He had a big, nice, big contract. Track, he had the contract with... Just got a new contract with New England, got a Puma deal, got a Muscle Milk deal. You know what I'm saying? What more can a young kick ask for? And this is where we're going to get into the, um, the interview because people are going to want to know how, why, what the fuck? Like, you know? So I guess we, we'll find that out deeper when we, uh, we do speak about the, uh, in the interview. Yes, sir. Um, now that you've been home, what's, what's your plan? This is endure the, the loving of my family, right. endure the loving of my kids, and just get to bond with my family. That's it. Right. Oh. Much closer with family. Yep. And I hopefully find a, a good job. Good job. <laughs> I need so, a job. During, in, in the documentaries, I saw that, because uh, they showed, uh, I guess when you guys came back to the house, mm -hmm. you had his daughter on your lap. Oh, that was the, the yeah, that morning, that yeah, morning? That, that always happened. Like, when I was over there, the baby bonded with me, Aviel bonded with me, so they'll do that time and time. If they had, their hands are full and there's things that they want to do, they'll always come and bring me the baby to watch the baby, right. you know? So right. that, that happened a lot in the house. Do you, and so, like, I did ask you if you spoke to Cheyenne, so you didn't ever saw the daughter mm -hmm. also, right? No, I, right. Haven't seen, I haven't seen Cheyenne or Aviel since I've been out. Nope. Wow. I wish her well, and I hope everything is going well for you know with with the circumstances that happen. Right, right. You know, all I she wish her the best. She did have another baby. She did yes, have another baby. Uh, you know, she, she got to move on. I, I'm not mad at her. I'm not mad at her at that. I don't and think I don't anybody think should anybody be mad. Be mad. She no, be mad she gotta live her life. I think A A wouldn't even be mad at her about that. I know he's happy for her. People are gonna say like. Um, <laughs> Because when people do interviews and they do this and they do that, a book deal, whatever, they trying to get now capitalized off of the situation, off of that person. What do you have to say about that? Like, I just want to speak my truth. That's it. Your truth. I got a platform. I have an opportunity to speak my truth, uh, and I'm going to do it. And this is you that's going through it. It's not like, yeah, you know, when you're watching uh, Netflix or anybody else, they didn't go through it. And they nah, they never, interviews. you know what I'm saying? They ain't experienced what I experienced. I mean, like, nobody could walk in each other's shoes, and nobody definitely can't walk in mine's. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, that was the experience. Do you plan to see Cheyenne or, you know, the daughter? The, daughter? the time is right. If it happens, I'll be very happy at that, that moment. I will be happy at that moment. Right. But, until that time, man, I just wish her the best. I, I wish the baby the best. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I wish them the best. And, and, and I just want to say, man, thank you, man. And good luck, yeah. Bo. And thank um, you. let's make this interview happen, bro. Yeah, that's it. Let's go. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate right. you, man. No doubt.